Welcome to the Frederick Democrats podcast, a production of the Frederick County Democratic Central Committee. I'm your host, Josh Kramer, and with me today is Kai Hagan, who is a county council-at-large candidate. Uh, Kai, thanks so much for coming on to the podcast today. My pleasure. It's nice to be on this side of the microphone. Yeah, um, yeah you've got a bit of a history uh, with, with media and everything, and maybe uh, you could talk a little bit about that. My first question to you is, I uh, uh, want to know a little bit about yourself and why you are running for county council-at-large. Well, I mean, we could fill the whole hour with that question, really. Uh, you know, the why uh, running for local government is important to me is, you know, complicated, has a long history, and essentially reflected in my being an active and engaged member of the community involved in our civic life, you know, since literally two weeks after I arrived in Frederick County 23 years ago. I had a history in the county going back since I was five years old and spent a lot of time here with my grandparents, but uh, my wife and I moved to the city of Frederick. Uh, in 1995. I got really involved right off the bat. This is a community that I lived in, and that's enough, but it's also the community I plan to stay in for the rest of my life, and that made it all the more significant to get involved in local issues that matter to to me, and I've done that in uh, a number of ways. But uh, I've married for what, 38 years to uh, my wife, Kirsten, and uh, we had two boys, um, 26 and uh, 21, uh, and uh, one is living in Frederick and the other is a junior at the University of Maryland. Uh, got a lot of other family in the area, and this is this is my home. It's a great place to live. I love Frederick County, and uh, it's just been uh, my desire to be involved in what I can to turn the challenges we face uh, through growth and other things which uh, into the opportunities that, that they can be. Through the time that I've gotten to know you, you really are an expert on Frederick County's government, our charter government system. And should you be elected to the county council, uh, how will that knowledge that you have uh, help as you move forward? And, and what are some of the things that you would like to achieve uh, as a member of the Frederick County Council? Well, there's a few questions in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the Well, I was a county commissioner. I think it's a little inside baseball to get into the sort of the wonky differences between our previous form of government and now, but it is instructive because when I was a county commissioner, all five of us were elected at large. We were all equal parts of a five member body that served as both the executive and the legislative branch of county government, which meant that all of the things that are now in the executive function under the county executive, Jan Gardner, um, were part of our responsibilities. So now we split that. So you have the executive function, which is like a mayor, governor, president, et cetera, and the legislative branch, you know, Congress, state assembly and delegate, uh, you know, board of aldermen in the city. Now we have the county council. So it's a very different and more limited role than being a county commissioner was. But my years as a county commissioner, in addition to just the years of paying very close attention, writing about being engaged in being on various boards and commissions with the county, have given me a very, uh, you know, solid and deep understanding, working knowledge of how the county functions, how we provide services, how the budget works, uh, you know, the role of elected officials, uh, et cetera. And that's part of what I hope to bring to bear in being more effective than I might otherwise be as a new county councilman. And, and so what are going to be some of your top priorities when you get in there? What are some of the things that you would like to do over the next four years? 
Well, I mean, obviously I have my own vision of the community, but uh, other people have different and overlapping visions. And one thing you can say about a council member is you are one of seven. Uh, if you're lucky, you're one of four of a majority of people who work well together. Hopefully everyone works well together and has a, enough common vision to be able to have a sense of some of the things that you can get done. But you really can't get a lot done uh, by yourself. So you have to uh, be able to share that vision, engage the process, involve other elected officials, stakeholders, citizens in trying to advance uh, certain goals. I think clearly for the next uh, county council, assuming that Jan Gardner uh, wins re-election, I certainly hope she does, I expect that she will, uh, I'd like to see some of the things that have been in the process already uh, taken to fruition. That includes the Livable Frederick Comprehensive Plan or Master Plan process, which is uh, two and a half years in the making right now. Uh, I was on the uh, appointed to be on the Energy and Environment Working Group for that and have been involved in it from the beginning, attended most of the meetings, planning for more mission workshops and everything. Uh, and solid waste is another one. We've been work, we work for a year and a half, almost two years on the solid waste steering committee, which was also known as the what's next, looking at what we do now that, uh, you know, we've achieved a certain level of recycling. Uh, we didn't build the incinerator. Uh, what's the next step in trying to reduce our waste, save money, uh, have a positive environmental impact, et cetera. So those are two examples, but one other I should add right away mm -hmm. is, uh, I think affordable housing and dealing with the one third of the people who live in Frederick County who are struggling uh, month to month, week to week, day to day to make ends meet, uh, to deal with child care, to pay the rent, you know, their one car repair or health uh, problem away from bankruptcy uh, is a very significant problem. And if we want to be the kind of prospering, thriving community that uh, so many of us think we are and, and we envision for the future, we've got to do a better job of dealing with that. You are a strong supporter of conserving and preserving our environment and making sure that Frederick is a, uh, a safe, has a safe environment. Um, and, and so what are some of the things that you would like to do to ensure that we conserve and, and preserve our natural resources here? Well, you know, there's a million parts to that question. I think it starts, though, with things that people may not necessarily think of directly as environmental initiatives or environmental legislation. So in other words, environmental legislation are things like, you know, the stream buffer uh, protection or uh, forest protection or efforts to, you know, preserve wetlands or clean water or uh, reduce air emissions or um, public transit is often seen as, you know, kind of connected to that. But really, it, it begins and goes substantially, along, you know, far along the process to focus uh, from even an environmental point of view on basic land use and planning, because this is a county that is growing. We are going to add a substantial number of people to uh, our population over the next you know, coming decades. And how we do that has profound impacts on literally everything. So it's not just questions of affordable housing and adequate public facilities and traffic and parks and whether we have walkable communities, mixed-use communities, a vibrant business community, affordable housing. Maybe I mentioned that. If mm -hmm. I mentioned it twice, it's probably <laughs> worth the emphasis. But it also has tremendous environmental impacts because 
good planning means preserving you know stream valleys and, and woodlands it, it means uh, growing in the places where there's existing infrastructure and the kind of model that represents the, the the coming changing demographics and markets and preferences of people to live in walkable and mixed-use communities that can support uh, public transit and and other things but also have the effect of consuming vastly less green space we don't need to uh, the future of Frederick County, if we're smart, is not going to be in sprawling all over our rural spaces, our farmland, our forests. We can preserve coherent, cohesive, uh, viable agricultural areas, uh, make sure that our green infrastructure, our natural resources are protected and connected so that we're maintaining the biological integrity of our community. And that uh, you deal with from a lot of individual initiatives and legislative matters, but really the broader planning of the county is where the single biggest impact will be. And uh, recently you received a few endorsements and didn't know if you wanted to take a minute here to plug those. Sure. Well, I mean, there there are more to come and I hope to garner, you know, many of them. Uh, there's some I might not expect or would be surprised to get or don't even care if I get. But, but I'm very proud to uh, have the endorsement once again of the Frederick County Teachers Association, the associated organizations working with the, you know, the uh, public employees and, and uh, I, I got that endorsement uh, twice before. Uh, in 2006 and 2010, I think education is a top priority for local government. It is one of our top two priorities always when it comes to the budget. Uh, we need to maintain an excellent uh, public school system, and that means a lot of different things from having good, adequate, and better than adequate facilities to maintaining uh, competitive salaries and benefits and uh, everything else to compete uh, for uh, the kind of staffing to maintain staffing uh, that we want. Um, but people will come to the community because of good education. They'll stay because we offer good education. The benefits to the community are innumerable. And uh, so I was uh, proud that based on my record and and uh, my experience and uh, that uh, to receive that endorsement again. And I also uh, was one of uh, uh, two uh, candidates running at large who received uh, an endorsement from the Sierra Club. And while that may not be a big surprise to me, it was still a uh, very welcome uh, uh, reflection of my lifelong commitment to the environment and the work that I've been doing, you know, ever since I got to Frederick County on, on those issues. And so lastly, I wanted to ask about uh, getting involved in your campaign. Uh, how can people get involved with your campaign? I know you've got several yard signs and everything around, um, and, and I'm sure you'd like to deliver those to some people, but how that and other ways that people can get involved in the campaign? Well, there's a lot of different ways to get involved. First of all, you can visit my website. We're going to be adding more information there, but there's a fair amount about me and some of the issues and other things, ways you can help. That's kaihagen.com. Uh, but uh, we're always happy to have volunteers who have a little bit of time or a lot of time, can help once or twice or on a regular basis. There's a lot of different ways that they can contribute to our effort. You can put a bumper sticker on your car. You can post a yard sign. Uh, you can... Uh, you know, connect to our uh, social media sites, especially my uh, candidate Facebook page, and keep up with things there. Uh, you can talk to your friends, 
share uh, information about the campaign, why you support me with your friends, uh, whether it's the Facebook page, the website, or just discussing the issues. You can help to distribute literature, uh, attend some of the local events, consider hosting uh, a meet and greet. And, and of course, you know, no one likes to have to raise money, but it does take money to print materials, to print signs, to do mailing, to do many of the things that support a well-managed, uh, you know, well-run campaign in Frederick County. And we are running at large. It's a big county. And so we really appreciate it when people make a financial contribution. You can do that through the, the website. All right. Well, uh, Kai Hagen, thanks so much for taking time to uh, uh, do the podcast. And thanks for inviting me to your home to, uh, to record the podcast. My pleasure. Thank you very much, Josh. And uh, one other thing I want to make sure that I mention, I'm going to mention it again, is uh, Club Blue. If you go to www.frederickdemocrats.org and click Get Involved, not only will you find links to all of our various clubs and organizations around the county um, and, and volunteer opportunities, uh, but Club Blue is a, uh, is a donation program. We're asking for a recurring donation of $10 a month to invest in the party. That money... Uh, goes directly towards helping Democratic candidates get elected here in Frederick County. Uh, so any uh, any help we can get with that, um, whether it's it's time and and helping us with say in the streets or uh, volunteering at the, at the carnivals or the fair, uh, any of that stuff is is appreciated. But we're also looking for financial contributions as well. Uh, and the music for this uh, podcast was created and performed by David Fitzwater. Thanks so much for listening. <laughs>